Hello, it's Ash. I am back with another episode. I say I am back because Reese is not here for this episode. We have a special guest. Her name is Ronnie. Hey, I'm so glad to be a side piece on here. Like, welcome. <laughs> You're my side piece. <laughs> I know. Um, all right, so Ronnie is here because she's an. Well, first of all, she's my best friend. <laughs> hey, best friend. But also because she loves Gronish just as much as I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. Like, I cannot wait to talk about this. I know. So we're going to talk about episodes three, four, and five today. We got a lot of episodes to talk about Mm -hmm. because we are a little bit behind on our dropping schedule for you guys. So we apologize for that. But let's get into the show. All right. Episode three was called Demons 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 episode four was daddy lessons episode five is a boy is a gun as soon as i saw the title for episode five i was like oh no like i'm not ready for this (laughs) just the emotions yeah you know this is obviously oh abr always be recording so we are recording (laughs) um we are like when episode five was coming on i was like i already knew what it was going to be about clearly and I was like, yeah. you know, you kind of have to like prepare yourself for what you're imagining you're about to see. Yes, because like stuff like that, like I I understand, and don't get me wrong, like I think it's very very important for media and for you know shows to talk about this stuff because that's how you normalize it. That's how you bring the conversations to a head. Yeah. However, it can also be very triggering if you're just like you know you're like chilling watching your happy-go-lucky show and then all of a sudden it's like ah and we're like ah (laughs) yeah and like very triggering yeah my thing is is that all the shows are doing it at the same time because it's such a big thing right now and that really stresses me like every no matter which way you turn every show is always something about it yeah and it's like i feel i feel conflicted about it because like I said, I think the media, I think the purpose of the media is to, like, bring up those tough conversations. Like, well, twofold. One, to, like, you know, talk about the hard stuff. And also to entertain. Like, let's be for it's, it's TV shows, music, movies. It's all there to entertain you. Um, so I think it's important for shows to talk about stuff like this. But it's also, like, okay, is everybody doing it now just because it's a hot-button topic? Like, yeah. I trust, though. I trust Gronish to do, they have a lot of difficult conversations in yeah. Gronish. And I like that their friend group has so, they're all so different. Right. So when they sit down and have these like big conversations, you do get like a lot of opinions. It definitely reminds me a lot of a different world where like everybody sits down and like talks about stuff instead of just showing you stuff. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So I like watching <laughs> them do that. My black art is about to be revoked. I still have not seen You've it. never watched a different world? I haven't watched it yet. I've seen like, what okay so before you know i get too high on my pedestal i only watched <laughs> it for the first time maybe two years ago like <laughs> but since then i've watched it through maybe three or four times yeah. i love I, it i feel like once i watch it it'll be something like that i just gotta find it and watch you'll it, love like. it i want you to watch it all the way through the first time but after that don't watch the first season denise huxtable first got to season. go she got to go <laughs> I just don't really actually she reminds me a lot of Zoe I guess oh, the main shit. character is always like right oh. supposed to be like flawed and like yes. oops you know yeah. like no oh, yeah. I'm not into it I'm learning 
Yeah. There was a lot in this episode, and I was just like, oh, shit. But, like, yes, like, at the same time. Like, yeah. the fact that, so, of course, the episode opens up showing Doug, you know, simultaneously running while it was, like, a flash back and forth. Like, they were doing the same things, running, going to get a Gatorade. Um, but once the other young man, Marcus Jennings, Marcus Jennings stepped outside, uh, he was confronted by two police officers, pulled out his ID. And of course, he was shot and killed. And I love, 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 love that later in the episode, Doug made a point to be like, I could have been Marcus. Like, we was both running. We was both doing our thing. And it's just like, I don't think that's the piece that people really understand, like the fear that people really understand. It's like. People always say, oh, it was the wrong place, wrong time. But, like, I feel like for a lot of Black people, it feels like any time could be the wrong time, any time could be the wrong place. Like, how many people have there been who were just driving on their way home after a long-ass work day, out with their kids, like, you know, minding their fucking business. Like, yeah. And it's just like, oh, yeah, another fucking, like, another hashtag, another thing. And it's just like... It's overwhelming to think that there is no safe space like in your own house not safe go into the store not safe you can't do anything you have to do normal stuff but also you could die for doing those normal like Like, it's crazy but yeah i definitely that opening scene was really good i at first was like mad i was like they played me because i thought that doug was dead i look Doug is one of my favorite people. Me too. He's like, so funny. I'm just like, and like, I know that like, you know. Very flawed. He's very flawed. Very flawed. Mm. But I think that's, but that's what, that's what I enjoy about it. Because it's like, not everybody is going to be a Zoe. Not everybody is going to be. And like, kind of going back to what you were saying about their friend group. Like, I love that there's so many different facets of people because it's like, the saying that rings true black people are not a monolith not everybody does the same shit not everybody likes the same things not everybody acts the same way everybody has their own unique voice their own unique opinions their own unique experiences and life brought to it so it's like to show that while everybody is in this like i don't want to say movement but it is a I mean, movement. Yeah. it is a movement but like to show while everybody is in this movement you have people like Doug, and this was like a lot of contention in the episode. You have the people like Doug who are just like, bruh, I'm tired of sharing hashtags. I'm, t- I'm tired of watching videos. Like, And I feel, honestly, I don't think Doug was wrong in his whole assessment of the situation because for real, for real. And I know that, you know, support comes in many forms and like spreading the word and getting people out there and knowing and getting people to see what's going on is how you bring awareness to the situation. But for real, for real, I refuse. I re-fucking-fuse to, <laughs> to share a video of somebody getting shot and killed. Like, Absolutely that shit is traumatic. not. And I don't think that shit should just be, like, you're desensitizing the situation when you're sharing it and you see it 15 fucking times on Twitter. Like, yeah. nobody needs to show a video of somebody's death widespread like that. Like, no. regardless of who it is, I, I refuse. I will share a hashtag. I will share your story. Write a whole ass fucking thread. I will retweet every fucking <laughs> every <laughs> All single 12 tweet. parts. Like, you know. <laughs> but the actual video, I refuse to watch them and I refuse to share them. Like, it's like you like you get tired of it after a while. And it's like Doug said, like, the system was set up to behave a certain way. Like, police officers, and there are still police, not necessarily companies, precincts, whatever. There are still police 
things to this day <laughs> who have insignias where you have people with whips and chains. Oh my god. Yes, the New York Police Department, look at their fucking The crash. New York the that New don't York make Police no sense. Department. Look at their crash. I There's thought you were person. gonna say like Louisiana. No, baby. <laughs> Sorry, Louisiana. <laughs> the New York Police Department has a figure of a person with a whip in their police insignia. That's the symbol that you go by. That's the shit that y'all still upholding. That's like, crazy. So it's like Doug's not wrong to feel like, you know, the system was set up to benefit to benefit white people and, you know, be against black people. So it's, it's hard. It is very hard to feel like, you know, if I'm in trouble, who can I call? Like yeah. If somebody is like, if somebody is harming me, if somebody is breaking into my house, and let alone let it be a fucking white person, right now I what? I can't call the police because I'm gonna be shot in my own ass fucking house. Right. Like, it really is crazy. And the worst part to me is that actually the conversation they had, I think, was really important. But I, I mean, I guess it couldn't have come from anyone in the group. But I felt some type of way that this new girl comes in and she's like, "You're a bad black person." I'm like, "Girl, we don't even know you." I couldn't. I couldn't wrap my head around it but i do think that it's a common thing like there were a lot of people on instagram and stuff that were saying like if you're not posting about this or if you're staying quiet about this then you're part of the problem yeah and i'm like uh i don't know like i just don't put that much weight into social media absolutely you know what i mean like for myself so like for me to only be posting when a black person is dying, I'm not doing that. Right. Can you imagine having an entire feed that is just black trauma? That's a no go for me. That's a no go for me. I'm and not like, doing that. yes. And like Doug, uh, we we gonna get into Keila. Keila's your name? Keila. Kiki. That's what Jazz called it. <laughs> Jazz is playing though. Hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, it is frustrating to me because I feel like black joy is just as important as black trauma. Like Facts. yes, we need to talk about this shit. Yes, we need to you know. Make other people aware. First of all, I'm tired of talking about it in my own ass circles. Yeah, with the fucking black people, we know what is going on. Exactly. We understand the whole nuances to it. People need to go out and start talking to their white friends. Start talking to their Mexican friends. Start talking to you know people of other races who don't necessarily get it. And granted, you won't ever get it, but it's also like you need to understand and sympathize, and that's how you push the movement forward. Not necessarily just sharing a fucking picture on Twitter just to share it on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. Like, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) so there was a point in the episode where Jazz was saying that she feels like uh, posting stuff on social media is really putting us at an advantage with this movement because people are just sharing and retweeting and reposting and not necessarily investing and learning you know like that's that that's the nuance to it because it's like we don't all have the privilege to jump in and jump out of quote unquote the cause like Like, it's our lives like we don't have a choice we don't have a choice yeah when you stop reading books when you stop seeing about it we still have to deal with this shit every day and it's like it's an it's it feels like a never-ending circle but like that's the nuance to it because it's like me as a black person i can get tired of it and i feel like that doesn't necessarily have to be all I share or all we talk about. And I'm not saying that's all anybody has to talk about, regardless of race. But it's also like, don't be so gung-ho about it and quick to post pictures on social media, but not quick to do anything when it comes time to doing something. Yeah, for like, sure. Keep that shit in the forefront of your mind. Don't do it just for 
a month or a week or whatever and then you're like all right cool i'm done with it on to the next thing right back to my regular life like and i like i understand where jazz was coming from that's why i feel like well i understand where jazz was coming from where she was saying like you know sometimes i feel like it hurts more than it helps that it's so it's like it's become a fad it's become a cool thing to do real quick just trying to get likes trying to get followers on social media it's like eh, that's not cute no on a lighter note though i love how jazz jumped in that circle and quickly jumped to doug's defense oh my gosh (laughs) yes Uh, i think i want them to get back together i see i do but i think it's gonna take a little bit of growth on both of their parts yeah yeah because i feel like a lot of stuff jazz still does is because and like i'm not saying that jazz wouldn't feel this way authentically but i feel like just the way she jumped in like real quick to introduce herself to keila and be like hey i'm cute like i'm jazz but you can call me by my government name jazz, <laughs> yeah, like, i was like okay <laughs> like it i she jumped in there to mark her territory real quick real quick but that's not necessarily your territory it's to not mark anymore <laughs> okay. like at all he's a free country he is a free man oh so it's like like, I do want them to get back together, but I also understand that there's going to have to be some growth on both parts. Yeah. Because as far as Doug, I don't, on a lighter note, as far <laughs> as him messing with Keela, I like, I do not like it. I don't feel that Doug necessarily has to be with somebody or has to have a love interest. No, me either. Like, I feel like they're, like, first of all, this your boy's sister. Like. Yeah, I feel like they set us up a little bit because. I was getting so excited for the idea of like Doug and Luca like really being like mm-hmm. the best friends. And I was like, they're so cute. And like, they were just their setting it like, up to bring in the sister to mess it all up. Right. And yeah. I'm just like, why does it have to be messed up? Like, let them enjoy each other. Let them be friends. Like, show what a show what a bro friendship could be like yeah. without having a girl immediately jump in and throw a wrench into stuff. Like, yeah, for sure. And not only that, I feel like a lot of, I feel like the fault with a lot of TV and stuff today is that they always push this narrative that you're not complete unless you have another person. Right. No, I'm a complete and whole entity by myself. (laughs) But it's like, Doug can be just as fulfilled. Doug can have all this fucking character growth and all this shit without having a fucking girl involved. Like he does need to grow. And I don't like the idea of this little woke freshman teaching him you know and then it's also like are you teaching him because she was really quick like after they had the altercation at the party yeah she was really quick to go back to her dorm be like yeah i was upset about that but you know you were right i should just give up on the cause and all this other stuff it's like baby girl like you was just calling me a bad black person for having a party and then you switch your view immediately because a boy tells you to like just because a boy thinks something different and i'm not gonna say (laughs) that that type of thing does i've I've fallen into that trap of of course oh let me you know change my views and be like start to believe something else because of a dude but it's also like you also need to learn to stand strong in your own shit like if you truly honestly felt and was truly honestly so passionate about this and so passionate about needing to change and so passionate about wanting to do something and stand up for the injustice, then you won't feel that way regardless of what a dude got to say to you. Like, 100%. you won't stand strong on that shit no matter what. But just the fact that she was so quick to, like, flip-flop, and then Doug, on the other hand, being like, yeah, you know, you were right, and I should <laughs> care, all this other shit. Like, no, you don't fucking have to. No. Like, 
and it's just it's just the idea of you like changing your views so quickly for somebody else like don't get me wrong growth is a real ass fucking thing however growth so quick like i don't even think that it was overnight i don't think so i'm either. pretty sure it was the same like night two hours yeah. like, <laughs> like in the span of a couple hours and just because somebody that you're quote unquote interested in thinks that way, like, mm, yeah, you just, it seems like you're just doing it to make each other happy. And that's not really. There's got to be a balance. There's a balance between the two of them. I mean, Definitely. I think that neither of them had necessarily wrong opinions. And part of the reasons why our movement stays so strong is because there are both types of people, Absolutely. you know, so I don't know. We'll see what happens with them. Yeah. I'm very. I mean, I'm into the drama, I guess. <laughs> I mean, duh, but. but but also I could picture Luca being like, like when he finds out being like, oh, good for you guys. Like he may I not know, care. Right? He really won't care. Like that's just the type of person Luca is. Yeah. But it's um, still a weird thing to be. Right? That's your best friend. Your best little friend. sibling. Like, that's a lot for me. The little sibling. At yeah. That. Like I was just like, uh, hmm. it's a little creepy. And granted they met without the pretense of Luca involved, but <laughs> pretty guess. fucking soon afterwards yeah. you found out. Uh, but speaking of drama, I, as far as Anna and Javi goes, I hope they break up real soon. <laughs> you hope they break up real soon. They are pretty, they have a pretty toxic relationship, honestly. Absolutely. Like Anna was, Anna was so excited and so gung ho about getting a gift from, first of all, well, about getting a gift from Javi in this episode, knowing the stuff that they have been like going through and talking about recently. You know, with the whole mistrust and all this other stuff. And I'm not saying Anna didn't have valid points, but it's also just like, baby girl, you got to learn to talk to your fucking spouse. Like, and you got to also. Spouse. (laughs) Not spouse. Spouse. They're in a relationship. A spouse is a husband and wife. Mm, I think a spouse is anybody that you're in a relationship with. No, it's not. Are you serious? Your significant other. Okay. Talk to your significant other then. Like, it's. (laughs) Your partner. That's better. Maybe. We'll say partner. I I think spouse goes either way, but okay. All right. But yeah, that Um, like one get that one watch does not fix all those problems, girl. That part. Like, (laughs) I was like, honestly, when they popped up on the screen, all giddy, I was like, did they ever talk about the shit that went down last time? Like, (laughs) like, we we haven't seen the result of that conversation. I mean, I guess they're just trying again and just pretending like it didn't happen. I feel like that's a setup for failure because you breed resentment when you don't address shit. You don't talk about it. Like, and Anna's going to continue to have this mistrust in her mind, just like she did with the fucking watch. Like, yeah, but watch. I feel like this is a popular TV thing where like the girl is like, oh, your friend helped you picked out my gift. Does that mean he knows me better? And I'm actually in love with him. If she's about to start thinking she likes Vivek, that shit i was like first of all that don't need any of your fucking drama no she is any a of mess like any of it but also it's just like and like it's like vivek said towards the end like the fact that he put his pride aside and was like no like i've been fucking up in the gift department let me go talk to her friend let me get some ideas let me see what she likes I think that's more important and romantic than just going out willy-nilly buying shit and then you being disappointed again. Like, he's obviously trying very hard to make you happy. And then with Anna, I'm like, what type of relationship do your parents have? Like, I know we're not going to get into everybody's shit, but it feels to me like Anna has this very, just like romanticized view of a relationship. Like, oh, 
everything's supposed to be perfect and he's supposed to know me and he's supposed to get everything right all the time and it's just like, like that's not real fucking life baby they like, haven't been together that long that he should know her like the back of his hand but on the bright side he knew her well enough to know that vivek would know like that is right. to me the same thing as knowing what kind of gift you want is knowing who to go to to get to the right thing right. you know what i mean he didn't go to like sky and be like oh what would she want gosh. you know what i mean yes so <laughs> i mean i thought that that was very nice and i think that anna is so childish sometimes so childish like the whole uh a couple episodes ago like the whole chlamydia situation it's like bro like <laughs> i died when oh when God. jazz was like so wait he doesn't have chlamydia <laughs> <laughs> but it's really just like you gotta allow people a chance to explain themselves like i understand what it looks like i have yeah. been on the fucking receiving end blood boiling but yeah trust yeah blood boiling not wanting to hear nothing they got to say ever it's like a huge deal but javi said it in that episode he was like the reason it's so hard for me to tell you stuff is because you blow up yeah and we can't ever just talk about it so it's just like easier just to not say it at all you know what i mean and it's like, and you shouldn't be afraid. And that's what I say. Like, they really need to sit they down and have some serious ass talks. If they're going to continue to work out, they need to sit down and have some serious ass talks. Because you cannot continue. You cannot have a healthy or fulfilling relationship if you're afraid to talk to your partner about the tough stuff. That's right. supposed to be the person you confide in. No communication. That's supposed to be the person that you, you know, trust everything with. Like, no bars held. Like, yeah. But the fact that you like, I don't want to say this because of your reaction. Like, that's a very real concern. But yeah. that's also a concern y'all have to move past. Yeah. God forbid y'all go off, get married because y'all doing this whole celibacy thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, you stuck with this person you can't communicate with. You stuck with this person you can't communicate with. You bring kids into this situation. Y'all got a house. Y'all talking about bills and shit like that. Like, you need it's to be able idea. to talk about the tough stuff because that's the only person you're going to be able to get through the tough stuff with exactly like so i'm just like either y'all need to work on this or y'all's gonna break up and yeah. i honestly think it would be better for them to break up both of them to break up. <laughs> but i think that she said they are doing counseling really yeah she was talking oh, to jazz and vivette yeah preacher baby boy preacher baby. <laughs> it was something like that wasn't it pastor baby boy I yeah so. <laughs> so that's good for them at least they know like to me, I think it's okay to, like, people are like, oh, my uh, partner doesn't understand me and there's just no working around this. And I think that a lot of times you can have just that basis of, like, loving each other and yeah. then learn how to communicate, learn how to live Absolutely. together, you know? I would be <laughs> lying if I said that it. I had to learn. Although me and my now husband lived together for, year, like, a couple years before we got married, I had to learn what it was like to live with him, just me and him. Like, yeah. I had to learn, like, and you have to learn how to communicate with somebody because the new person that you're with is not the same person that you've been with, like, not the same people you've been with in the past. Yeah. And as a person, as an individual grow and change, you have to relearn that person and what their likes are now, what their, you know, quirks are now. You, the more you learn and talk to somebody, you learn their triggers, you learn stuff to stay away from, things yeah. like that. I mean, it's just, it's really important to, like, if it's someone that you're going to invest your time in, that yeah. you guys work out those <sighs> types of things. That's what I was going to say. It's it's always, I always find it easier for me to have the baseline of, this is not going to end our relationship. 
we're going to work through this exactly and i feel like that's the part that a lot of people get caught up on is they feel like any hard conversation any issue that arises could be the point that breaks us right and it's like it doesn't necessarily have to be that way like you you kind of decide you decide if it's ending or not and if you decide that this is not a relationship that's going to end then then it's not a relationship it's not going to end exactly Um, but yeah you definitely have to learn to communicate and then even as an individual you have to learn that not every situation that arises deserves a big huge blow eruption your shit like smashes i've had his stuff because you don't have chlamydia is not the move like you don't have to <laughs> like once he said i don't have it i would have like all right cool like, so okay let's, let's talk, talk about, this. about this <laughs> <laughs> like i would be like okay cool. that just alleviated 20 like 75 percent of my concern exactly because like, i would have been like yo how am i gonna tell like I mean, I'm grown. I don't have to tell, I'm gonna my, tell mama. my mom. Yes, but you how do. I'm going to tell my right. mom. Like, <laughs> I got to go get this shit checked out. That's like, always my first thought. Oh, now I got to tell my mom. I know. <laughs> it's like, I don't have to. Right. But I'm probably going to. Right. Like, like, again, you can have a lot of fears. And I think that's Anna's fault. She has a lot of fears and a lot of insecurities in herself that causes her to take something small like that and turn it into a big blow up huge ass affair where yeah. it necessarily doesn't have to be that way like with this damn watch he got you a watch he went out his way to make sure he picked up something that you'd like it is y'all's anniversary and like, now it's like is our relationship in trouble girl that was a very nice thing a very nice thing like you were just fine and then the issue was like yeah like of course she went out to go thank him after Vivek broke it down they about to fuck but it's <laughs> They are not. They're only doing dry stuff. Yeah. Quote unquote. <laughs> I'm right. I'm like, that sounds a little uncomfortable. Yeah, no thanks. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, Vivette gave her great advice. But Vivette gave her wonderful advice. And it's just like. The best character on the show. Yes. He absolutely. really is. He's very Which unproblematic. He honestly is. <laughs> oh, unproblematic. Drug dealer, unproblematic. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so let's let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about Vivette. So, we said that we were going to take a break and then come back and talk about Vivek. Oh, yes. Because Ooh. in this latest episode, I was confused on what he was doing there. Hello. Like, <laughs> I was just like, so you're not drugged in, so you're not bringing any money in that way. And then it's also like, you're expelled. But also, after the whole situation with his parents, his father, like, disowned him. So, it's like, you can't really go home. So, are people just paying his half of the rent? Like... Well, let's say that he paid his rent for the month and then he got expelled on like the 12th. And he just he still got some weeks month. left. <laughs> <laughs> what you going to do after this? Like you're going to have to find like the next going to have to find a job yeah. or something. Like you can't necessarily re-enroll right now. So it's like No. Can he re-enroll ever? ever if you're expelled? I don't think so. We wouldn't know nothing about that <laughs> at all. Uh-uh. <laughs> but yeah, so like that's what I was thinking when he they were pouring shots and I'm like Vivek need to be getting a job. What are you doing? (laughs) I mean, and hopefully he got a job like off camera and they just going to yada yada past that. Like they yada yada. They yada yada past a whole bunch of stuff. (laughs) Because in that same scene, um, Anna was saying like, uh, no, Nomi was saying to Jazz like, oh, like, let's talk about how you're about to go to your ex's party. And she was like, oh, we worked that out during quarantine. I was like, okay. Yeah. I guess we skipping over that. Kenny Stones is about to die. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I wish they wouldn't have yada yada past that. Yeah. Mostly because uh, 
Doug is so funny in those conversations. Oh, yeah. He has so many one-liners, <laughs> and it is too much for me to handle. But it's an important conversation, and I think that if they're ever going to tease the idea of them getting back together, we would have needed to see that conversation. Right. And I'm like, what does working it out constitute? Like, are y'all, like, did y'all... Did Doug like get over his whole? I mean, honestly, he probably felt betrayed. Did he get over his whole feeling of betrayal, although they wasn't together? Like, or yeah. was it just like, let's squash it? Let's squash it. We got love for each other. Leave it in the past, wherever it was. Yeah, because like, she just said they're cool. Are you cool like your friends, or are you cool like it's fine that we're in the same group, but we're not really gonna talk to each other? Right. Or are we cool like I might show up in your room one night? Right, so. a little sneaky link. But my thing is, is that. Doug owes her an apology. He's Absolutely. been saying, if not just implying, that she's a slut for a very long time. For a very long time. You don't, I, like, yes. we not cool if that you don't apologize for that. Hello. And I'm like, maybe that was included in their whole thing, but it's also like, nah, we need to see that happen. 100%. Because it's like, your your apology needs to be as loud as your disrespect was. Exactly. Not only that, just because you felt upset that I slept with somebody else, we were on a... One, we, we were, were on, on a break, break. <laughs> you were on a break and then you also decided that it would be okay for the both of you to sleep with it somebody was his else. choice he it brought was, it up he brought it up so just because you didn't have the balls to go out and sleep with somebody don't be mad at me because i right. did I, I did not break any of our relationship he made that rule that right like so he just so, needs to get over it but he does owe her it. an apology yes but back to the back we got sorry <laughs> yeah so Vivek, I love him so much. Yes. I do feel so bad for him that as soon as he was like, "All right, I'm done with this," he gets caught. I know, but like, I blame that girl. Absolutely. She she absolutely. waited till the police officer walked over, and then she's like, "What is what this? this?" And she like held like, it up in the window. Like, girl, <laughs> <sighs> that's why y'all pick and choose your partners very carefully, people. Of color. Yeah, she's an idiot. Like very much so. And it's just like, like, I understand you didn't want him doing it in the first place, but that is also not the place and the time to confront him about this. No. You close that damn book, put it by your side and, and chill out. out. Like, we yes. can talk about this later. Exactly. So his parents showed up. Yes. A lot of parents showed up this episode. Yes. Right? About time. Break this down. Right. <laughs> Um, but yes, Vivek's parents showed up. And honestly, like, Vivek was freaking out as, you know, one should when you about to when tell you your parents, have brown you parents <laughs> right when you have brown parents and you're about to give them some really bad news ain't nothing scarier you like, never know i am 28 and was still nervous to tell my mother that i was pregnant <laughs> <laughs> because for years and years and years especially with brown parents you're like oh don't get pregnant yeah don't do this don't mess up your future and like again of course um married, married. <laughs> right. but i was still nervous as shit like <laughs> that is hilarious because it's just like they instill that yeah. healthy fear into you mm -hmm. at a very young age and throughout the years yeah for sure that so i understand he was yeah. freaking out but i like that he decided to just be honest and just right? like sit them down and tell them everything and be like it is i mean it's happened what can you do and it worked out in his favor. Like you, you get mad respect for just being like, "All right, I did this. It was my fault. There's no real excuse for it. And own up to your stuff and tell the truth right off the bat instead of trying to hide it and be like, "Oh well, this, this, and this happened," or making excuses, trying to blame it off, pa trying to pass it off as somebody else's fault. Yeah. But uh, his mom was cool with it. She was like, "No, we understand." It's That's okay, her baby. Which surprised me. Me too. I thought like, they were both just gonna be like, "No, nah. 
yeah. get out of here like but his dad <laughs> his dad wasn't having it no his dad i was i was surprised because his dad started out being like you know i really appreciate it i respect that you did this yada 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 but then flipped the script and was like but ain't no son of mine gonna be a good girl ah! and just like cut him off and yeah was like, like for real cut off just like that like that's rough just like that poor vivek and i'm just like so what are you gonna do just like what does this mean because he was seemingly he had a scholarship for school but he was supporting himself otherwise so it's not like his parents cutting him off is like oh no big deal yeah but other than the fact that you love them right you love them your parents so yeah i was really hoping that when we got into episode five we were gonna be seeing what he was gonna do next yeah but we didn't really get any resolution on that so yeah i think it's coming i feel like episode five was probably like uh like let's do it while it's still relevant as well it's still hot let's do it while this is you know important to talk about um but i really like i'm i really really hope that they don't just again yada yada past Vivek's whole thing and he's still there like I want to see his character growth I want to see him essentially rectify with himself that I fucked up my whole future for right now so I got to figure out how to fix this shit and I can't go back to doing what I know how to do which is selling drugs because people on my back for that but I ain't gonna lie. I thought he was gonna get off so easy when he was just like oh I'm just doing community service yeah me too I was like really right for, for drugs right that you got caught with yes. in your car <laughs> enough to sell like right i was like that hmm. don't seem right at all Mm-mm. but this i i'm really interested to see how this all plays out and how or if he'll ever rectify this with his dad like yeah i don't think we're gonna see that i don't imagine we'll see his parents again dang that's rough but i feel like we should absolutely like I just really don't see it happening. It's just such a big cast and for parents to be consistently coming in. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it is would be more likely or should be as far as making a show is concerned. Yeah. More likely for his parents to come back. At least they're not like Anthony Anderson. They're not like right. so expensive to get so to come on the show. Come back. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I really, we can't yada yada pass everything. Like don't have not. all these big important storylines if we're not going to flush them out like and of course it's easier to write about and talk about the like high dramatic high state stuff yeah but i feel like you do a disservice to your uh audience when you don't like vivek is a i cannot imagine anybody who does not like vivek like love him like you know he's such an important character like he's the heart he is he is the heart of the show essentially Mm -hmm. like so for somebody like that to just have their storyline like reduced to oh i got expelled but i'm still hanging out and we're never gonna touch that type of topic yeah. again but i'm still be you know, here speaking of what is aaron doing that part <laughs> like, you got a whole apartment <laughs> you got, you a, got whole a whole apartment. apartment and yeah he just keeps talking about how poor he is how now he is and i'm like how are you paying for this apartment right. are you working you so poor right like, like and i'm not just not to say that like you can't support like trust me you can have a decent paying job and still be pretty poor yeah but like, but like also with that too like what is his especially with him graduating like what is his foray into the adult world looking like like are you having trouble finding a job 
are you finding that you thought that you was going to, I mean, I feel like he's starting to hint to that, that he thought, you know, once you go out and graduate and have a degree that all these doors are going to be open for you. And it's not necessarily that, eh, but I'm also like, okay, let's talk, let's, let's show more of that. Yeah. Let's show more of the real world shit because let's be for real how many other people in our age group graduated with all these grandiose ideas and plans just to turn around and not be able to find a job anywhere yeah like yeah even if he's working at the grocery store like show him working at the grocery store struggling trying to figure out his shit because i feel like if they're going to continue grownish that's the type of direction that they need to go they have to yeah like you can't just be like all right cool we graduated college and everything's great and that's the end of the show like no start to show the hard shit about being an adult and trying to figure this shit out and how all of our school systems have essentially failed us in some way yeah like for sure so yeah it's more just like i don't care necessarily what his path is gonna be i just want to see it like you know like they're like not showing us anything right now so they definitely have a lot of stuff to do this season oh yeah lots of stuff let's talk about anthony anderson and him finally showing up for his child here's my thing i feel like that's a lot of people's thing like oh where has always parents been why are they letting her do this yada 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 but it's also like also when you're in college your parents aren't going to show up for every single mistake that you make granted zoe's mistakes have been pretty fucking big i was about to say she didn't fail a test her shit has been pretty big yeah but um dropping out of school going on tour with joey badass like those are decisions to me that you make without consulting your parents like even if they're not showing up there's been no phone calls no emails like they don't give us any indication that she has any relationship with her parents and we know they pay them for it but it's just like yes there is a lot of stuff that she should have called her parents and talked to them about like again her quitting school from what i understand zoe is not paying for college nor does she have a whole lot of scholarships no dre's paying for college so you dropping out to go do a walkabout with joey badass is definitely something you should have talked to your parents about right definitely something they should have had a hand in or a conversation in um i just think if you're showing a traditional black experience that would have happened but that's the thing she doesn't have a traditional black experience she comes from a very privileged ass life okay but then they set the wrong precedent then because when she was thinking about dropping out of school to go with cash to the nba who showed up at her door Bo, and said like listen like it's not all about him you need to do stuff for you but i feel like that was more but i feel like that was different because it was cash's involvement because you would have been dropping out to be a trophy wife not necessarily dropping out to pursue your dream of being a a stylist yeah, which is essentially true. what she's going that's to college job. for right like, so it's like on one hand i couldn't necessarily i wasn't necessarily mad that she you know dropped out to go be with joey because it's like no me I either sit here and pay all right. that shit sounds good to me <laughs> right but also like after all of this stuff that has happened that has gone on finally your parents show up and it's like just unloads four years worth you know, of your mistakes on you in front of all your once, friends like he barely even walked in the door friends like you are embarrassing the shit out of me in front yeah, of yeah. everybody like we could have talked about this one-on-one and been fine also why the fuck was aaron there 
Like, <laughs> sir, you are not helping the situation. And like talking, why are you talking? You are not. This is an A and B conversation. Right. See your way out. Like, you should have been slinking out the back. You know, as to, soon as he saw Drake yeah. walking, right? like, all right, chiming I'm in. Out. Like, don't chime in. No. This is not about you. But even like. I just think that whole situation could have been handled differently. A hundred percent. Like Dre coming in and unloading everything and saying how disappointed he is and all this other stuff. Like that again, that was a one that needs to be a one on one conversation. He was like, You're not just a something, but you're a disappointment or you're a Yeah. It was really mean. It was real mean. Yeah. However, I appreciate that Zoe stood up and was like, bruh, I have been on my shit. Like, yes, I dropped out, but I also busted my ass to get back on track, to get back where I needed to be. I've also, you know, just realized my mistakes and rectified the situation. Like, like, why would you wait until I'm back on track to come and unload all that on me? Exactly. Where were you done when, when I was, was at home? Exactly. Like, I've just been at home for however many weeks because the pandemic, a whole semester. And you gonna wait till I get back to school to come with that mess? Dre had very real issue with her and the shit that she did. But it's also like realize that your child is going to make mistakes. No, like. Just because you turn 18, that don't mean you automatically got your shit together. Like you, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to have faults. You're going to have situ like you're going to have situations that don't necessarily turn out ideal. Right. However, you got to find out like part of becoming an adult and part of learning is becoming one, independent. being independent. That's the word being yeah. independent is like you got to learn how to solve that and how to do that. And Zoe has actually been learning and growing and not in the growing. I mean, I I think so. No, like the whole situation. I I think so. Zoe has not been my favorite character throughout (laughs) the seasons, but I think as of lately, she does. I feel like Zoe is one of those one step forward, two steps back type people. Okay, I'll, I'll agree to that. Like, yeah. Um, like it seems like she learns it and then two episodes later it's like girl what, what did we like, <laughs> what did we just but, learn but she doesn't make the same mistake she makes a different mis- well similar mistakes similar mistakes yeah. not the exact same no. <laughs> but very similar where it's like yeah. if you would have tweaked this a little bit you could have right. that to this well it's still a little bit of problem solving like <laughs> <laughs> critical thinking maybe. right but um yeah I appreciate that she stood up to Dre and was like, bruh, like, you're not just going to come in here and shit on me and act like I haven't been doing anything. Yeah. Like, she is not the same privileged little crybaby that she was two, three seasons ago. Like, she has grown and she has changed, although small increments of it. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll take it. We'll take it. Like, there has been get. some growth and some change there. And yeah. I think it's also up to everybody else to start to see that and start to not, uh, what's the word? I guess just recognize that change and start to be like, acknowledge yeah, just acknowledge true. that you're growing and you're changing you're becoming a different person like have a little bit more faith in her yeah that you know yes she fucked up but <laughs> also they also made the decision in and of themselves to nullify their marriage because they knew that this was not a I good decision i cannot believe the the <laughs> they went and got married so stupid but yeah i definitely i that is true the fact that she could not even like have an argument with her dad but just you know? state the facts and be like yeah i know i it, it <laughs> was a mess i've been like, a mess right <laughs> you know i've been a mess but i've always put myself back on track right. i'm not coming to you and begging exactly. you exactly so yeah i'll give zoe a little bit of credit that's hard for me <laughs> but i'll give her a little bit of credit. like a little bit i was like yeah. all right zoe go 
to like me, I taking said, accountability is so important anyway. So important. You get so many brownie points for that. That's fifty percent of the battle. I like, think so too. So I'm just like, like I said, Zoe has not been my favorite throughout the past seasons. However, she you gotta better. acknowledge that she she's changing and she's and she's learning. Yeah, and that's all. That's realistic. Like everybody's not going make the same decisions and make leaps and bounds in their growth. But right. little by little, we get there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's crazy. So um, the only person we haven't talked about in this episode was Nomi. Oh, Nomi. Because she had such a sad story this time. Whew. I... Sad is not the right word. <sighs> sad is not the right word. She was just overwhelmed. I... Yes. I... Let's <laughs> <the> start. <laughs> I know. Uh, let's start with the fact that Nomi is a single mom. I don't do not fault her baby daddy for not wanting to be involved. You didn't sign up to be a parent. You signed up for a one night stand and some quick butt. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And also he wasn't at all involved in the decision. At of, all. Or not even decision, but he had no idea until the baby's like one. And you're like, surprise here. You know, like, no, you didn't come to her and say that I was pregnant. I slipped up. None of that stuff. So it's yeah. like, I don't blame him for not wanting to be involved. Like he has his own life. At least in the beginning life. as well. Like give him time to process it. Like she's that always too. saying like, oh, he just only sent me one text message like girl you had nine whole months to prepare for the fact that you were having a baby yeah he had no time no At say all. no anything and then, and just, then with annie jumping in on him the way she did like I was yeah like, that was rough no. however when you lay down without any type of protection and you knew this was gonna happen like that was part of what she said uh when she came back to school, she was like, I kind of knew what I was doing. Like, I she, knew that this was a possibility. Yeah. And so, also, she didn't even want to tell him at first. Like, no. she was planning on being a single mom. Yeah. So now you can't be mad at him for... Not wanting to be involved when yeah. the rubber meets the road. It's the exact situation you knew you were putting yourself exactly. in. Exactly. Mm, no me. So, I know. But, like, but also, personal experience. <laughs> coming from a single mother being raised by a single mother i understand how hard that shit is like yeah she was banging on the school being there to have their daycare open to be you know a resource to have while she's trying to finish up college and to know that that ain't it like they yeah. can close down willy-nilly like that's frustrating you gotta readjust yeah it like, really puts like i didn't really think about it much because i don't got no kids <laughs> but like pandemic child care yes. i mean like that is so hard i'm sure i can't imagine yeah. especially if you're a single parent and you don't oh, have another yeah. person to depend on if you need to go to work or go to class to work, or if you have any type of emergency like but i really do appreciate how anna mostly because i feel like once nomi came back i was pregnant anna was the most excited about having a crew baby yeah but i really appreciate that anna and luca like, and Luca. Right? <laughs> oh, I didn't even remember. Like, Luca's the baby's, like, godfather. Like, That's the daddy. Or at least he thinks he is. <laughs> <clears throat> he is the daddy. When he was saying, uh, when Nomi was going to tell the dad, what is his name? I want to say it's, like, Paul or something generic like Paul. that. Paul? Paul? Or Jake? Jake, John, Dan. Like, some generic. Yeah. <laughs> Mike. I don't know. Anyway. So... Luke. <laughs> Luca was like, um, he was like, you know, we don't need three parents, like two parents is enough. Yeah. I'm like, Luca, you are not Chill this baby's out. daddy. 
so yeah but definitely anna was the most like she was like let's throw a baby shower let's get the room ready like she was like ready for it but that's why part of the reason why i was so confused in the season premiere when they were going for each other real hard yes like like, you guys are besties what's happening but i feel like that's also the same thing with uh jazz and zoe but we gotta come back to my train of thought we gotta come back to that okay go ahead ahead. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but i appreciate that anna is also stepping up and being like she started to look for nannies and started to vet people no one that know me didn't necessarily have didn't at all have the time to do so yeah like thank you for putting your money where your mouth is essentially like you was excited about this baby help me take care of this damn baby yeah you made me think that i could live here and go to school here and be a single mom here so don't like hype me up to do all that stuff and be like good luck bye no go hang out with my right dude that i don't really trust like that (laughs) (laughs) don't bring javi back into this (laughs) he's doing his best oh yeah it's, it's really an Anna situation <laughs> yeah for sure um but yeah i i drink genuinely appreciate that well one i appreciate that they're not yada yada passing this because the writers yada yada passed a lot of shit yeah i forgot about that baby and she's like five years old now hello <laughs> <laughs> she's like one one two, right but yes i appreciate that they showed that that there's also a rough side to this you're not gonna get pregnant and be a single mom and everything's gonna be roses and sunshine right um you're gonna have to learn and you're gonna have to adjust okay so continuing to work backwards yes we're now <laughs> back to episode three this is very zoe Woo. we say it's very zarin centric <laughs> it's not even actually it's zoe centric it's zoe centric as Aaron usual like the hands off do what you want to do like, yeah <laughs> But this is one of those episodes where I was talking about Zoe takes one step forward and two steps back. All the steps back. So we are, of course, talking about when Zoe was trying to get um, an internship and she runs Mm -hmm. into Rochelle, Mm -hmm. who is Aaron's ex, infamous ex. um, And she expects it to be a difficult interaction with Rochelle. Mm -hmm. But Rochelle is very pleasant and very nice to her. And then she is worried that Aaron didn't tell Rochelle that they was out here thoughting together while, while he was, was in a relationship. relationship. Yeah. And Aaron was like, no, of course I didn't tell her. <laughs> like, why would I? So my question to you is, do you think Aaron should have told her? I think Aaron should have told her if they were going to continue to be in each other's lives. Because Rochelle made it very apparent that she cut off all ties after they broke up. Um, she doesn't necessarily follow anybody on social media. Like, you know, they've been chilling. They go to the same college. And right. that's literally it. Right. Um, ah, sorry. sorry real tangent. <laughs> I just remember there was a thing where uh, I believe Charlie, the dean, offered Aaron, Aaron a job. And that's how he's still sticking around at Cal U. Yeah, but he couldn't have possibly kept that job after what he did at graduation. I thought it was after graduation. Oh. I think it was after graduation. After he did that jumpsuit thing? Yeah. Oh. I thought about that because Rochelle is working as like a a grad assistant, I think. Oh, was she his age as well? Yeah. Oh. So she graduated too. I think she graduated too. I see okay and i just thought that was, was a regular on campus job yeah but it's like a real job it's, i think it's like a real job okay right yeah so that's what i was thinking yeah 
I saw that. But anyway, yeah, like I said, I think that if they were going to continue to have a friendship or <laughs> like if they were going to be like it. Jazz and Doug and be in the same right. group, right? Then he should have told her. Or if they were going to keep dating. Or if they were going to keep dating, he should have told her. But knowing that he was like, all right, cool. We breaking up. We're not going to have any involvement. We're going to cut off all ties. We're not running in the same circles. I don't think she essentially needed to know. I don't think so either. Because like you said, like he was going to break up with her anyway. anyway. So why add insult to injury? Yeah. There's no reason to do that no so when zoe was like i can't believe you didn't tell her xyz i'm like first of all it's not your relationship so hello don't even worry don't about even it don't worry about this and even if rochelle did find out and she was like i can't believe you didn't tell me zoe she wouldn't do, like no one would do that nobody would do that that's nobody not my that thing like, yeah that's your situation you know, between the two of you so i think she should have just left the whole thing alone absolutely i think she was i yeah, Zoe definitely should have left the whole thing alone. Yeah. Like, after you saw that the altercation was not as unpleasant as you thought it was going to be, I'm like, oh, okay, cool, let's start moving in this direction. Like, I'm exactly. not going to bring up old shit for... For what? For what? Like, Zoe, I feel like Zoe really has a, uh, like, a purity complex. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, she feels that everything is black or white right or wrong and she wants to do anything to be on the right side and this is wrong so it shouldn't happen like she's lacking that nuance to be like okay fucked up shit happens you have you do fucked up shit but you don't always have to necessarily confess all your sins to everybody no because you did fucked up shit like the situation was resolved when aaron and rochelle broke up if they were still dating and you continue to be a side piece that would be something completely different. Yeah. But they broke up. They're done. They're over with. She's not your friend. Y'all don't move in the same circles. Like, you don't have, like, you can cut ties with people. You can acknowledge that you fucked up in and of yourself and own that, but you don't necessarily have to go out and make a big deal and broadcast it just to clear your conscience. Exactly. Like, and she's like, I have to, like, do this because Rochelle's being nice enough to get me an internship that's her job she is doing her job right she's not going above and beyond for you she's doing her job so i felt like that was stupid so yeah i don't think that aaron necessarily had to tell rochelle and i don't think that it was zoe's place to tell absolutely not but she also didn't tell her that they slept together while they were dating she only told her that they were dating together now yeah but again why? that ain't my nigga no more right like, you don't i don't care i just felt like she chose a convenient time to develop a conscience you weren't yes. thinking about that girl when you were sleeping with her boyfriend hello like so, so all of a sudden now because you need something from her right you have to do I, the I, right I, thing uh, like no you don't i don't even think it was the fact that she needed something from her i think it was the fact that zoe saw that she had moved on and didn't have any issues like yeah. i feel like zoe was kind of expecting her to be so heartbroken and not like and being vindictive and all this other stuff yeah but when she wasn't Zoe was like oh shit well something ain't right let me go ahead right. and drop this shit right in her lab and see how she acts afterwards like yeah it don't make no sense no so yeah i thought that was really childish like girl let it go leave it be right. i can't remember when she was talking to probably jazz and anna about whether or not she should tell 
Rochelle, no me and Anna. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who was on which side, but I can't mm-hmm. think of a good reason why she would need to tell her. No. Like off the top of my head, I can't think of anything that would be like, yeah, girl, you really should tell her. Other than the whole like clear your conscience aspect, but it's I also guess, like that's selfish. You exactly that that I think it was extremely selfish of her to go out and tell uh, Rochelle because it's like just going up to someone and being like, I got your boyfriend. Like, like why? And then towards the end, uh, and I, 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 <laughs> I appreciate that Rochelle put Zoe S in her place because, Absolutely. like, of course I fucking know. Like, of course I know y'all hanging out. Of course I know y'all together. Like, how can anybody forget? How can anybody like see past that? But just because I don't choose to care and choose to involve myself in that drama, that don't mean like that i don't see you that i don't see you right like you don't have to come flaunting that in my face not only that i i appreciate that rochelle was like bruh you were shady like you were wrong in this situation it feels almost to me like zoe is a glutton for for punishment at this point because you were doing fine you got your internship you had a pleasant interaction with your dude's ex so why are you going back to dredge up old shit like you were not satisfied until she essentially dogged you out in front of everybody left and you left almost crying like you didn't have to do that right let's also mention the fact that she's approaching rochelle about this at rochelle's job her job like Like, you think i'm gonna smack you in the face of my job right i could but i'm not i got other stuff to worry about right like zoe feels that she and this is one of my (laughs) this is one of the things i do not like about zoe zoe feels that she's essentially the center of the universe that everything revolves around her that everybody is constantly thinking about her that she's on the forefront of everybody's mind yeah it's like no baby like every it's bigger than you it is all bigger than you everybody has their own stuff going on like just because aaron chose to sacrifice a decent ass relationship for you that does not mean everything else with everybody else revolves around him that is your man that is you know that's who you did the deed with that's who you choose to be with focus on that Focus on that. Don't worry about the collateral damage. I mean, like, well, worry about it. But she's worry not. About it. She seemed fine. Like, how is that collateral damage? You right. know what I mean? She made it collateral damage. Like now she's making a hostile relationship between the two of them for no reason. For but no Rochelle reason whatsoever. Ready to be the bigger person. And not only that, you do not run in the same circles. Right. After this interaction, after you got your internship, you probably won't and did not ever have to see Rochelle again. You may see her so, across the quad. But you know, don't ever need to speak to her ever again. Like, so why bring this up? Why say all this now? Like I said, uh, and when I was watching it with my husband, he was just like, you know, just because something needs to be said doesn't necessarily mean somebody needs to hear it. Yeah. And I feel like that was definitely this situation. You may have felt that it needed to be said, but that's so that you could feel good in and of yourself you causing yourself to feel good is also going to cause somebody else pain so which one is more important here yeah for sure like you can forgive yourself and also not address the situation anymore like those two things could be mutually excused but also if you can't forgive yourself is this really the right relationship because i'm thinking about it now when they were in mexico in the little game and they chose cheating and jazz was like oh i was thinking about zoe and she's like i didn't cheat and cheated right and she was like that's not even what i was talking about first of all those whole two episodes it's like are y'all sure y'all need to be together because yeah. even when they was in the police precinct aaron was straight up shitting on their whole relationship i was like you know 
we did bad wrongs and we don't necessarily deserve to be with each other and I mean, this is a mistake he's not wrong but it's also like if you got all of these regrets now and again in the like beginning Anna, right y'all been together for two weeks right. and you got all these regrets and all these hard feelings hey you have been thinking this for this whole time. time yeah and b again like with anna and javi if y'all don't address this situation that's gonna breed resentment into both of you yeah like i know it's all fun now because y'all playing house aaron got his own apartment all this other stuff but if you want a lasting thing here y'all gonna have to address that at some point you're gonna have to address your faults it's not always gonna be a oh well we're good now so let's leave all that stuff in the past because clearly zoe cannot leave shit in the past no she cannot and that stuff piles up you got to get rid of that stuff so i'm just like ah like let it go like for sure like my thing is zoe was quick to address this the fact that she you know slept around that aaron cheated with rochelle who's not her friend and don't want shit to do with her right but let's not forget that for a while aaron and anna was messing around trying to pursue a relationship right all this other stuff you didn't say anything like not to say that there has to be something to rectify here but like you i feel like you you're she's picking and choosing right and she's picking the wrong like superficial like the wrong thing the wrong things like you need you have stuff you need to work out with your own group your own friends your own man yes and leave her out of it like yeah and clearly and like you said about uh the beginning when uh they picked the straws and was talking about cheating mm. like clearly clearly she holding on to something clearly jazz and <laughs> zoe gotta work something like there's some beef there that needs to be worked out and needs to yeah. be rectified but i feel like they've always been like that like jazz and really? sky are just like sniping niggas left and right like any all the time but i feel like in the past it's been directed towards any and everybody like it it <sighs> It's, I don't know. It seems a little different to me. It seems a little more directed, directed. to yeah. Zoe because... Uh, You're not wrong. Like in episode five, when they were all standing around talking about the most recent shooting and everything about about social media and stuff. And for no reason. For no reason. Jazz was like, yeah, I feel like people just post stuff just to post it like Zoe. It's like, whoa, like, girl, like, what? <laughs> like, why, like, why are you coming for me like that? Real specific, real, like, you can just say people post stuff to post stuff. Yeah. You have to direct it towards Zoe and try to... uh essentially bash her like right. and for what and for what that's not what we talk like i am not the topic of conversation here not even but you're close. making me the topic of conversation yeah. so it's just like there's definitely something there you're right like i so it's just like uh, it's not cute they need to fix that right right but that's what i'm saying but going back to zoe is picking and choosing the wrong battle you did not have to address that with rochelle but clearly there's something you need to address with your friend that you live with yeah, like for sure well so, they got uh, mess right um speaking of jazz though the, in this episode she said sky was in it barely was. <laughs> barely via facetime yes. she was in it and jazz basically said that she's gonna quit track yeah but in like i think not it was the her, not trying to lose her scholarship for yeah it. but like in the end credits when she was having her little therapy session that would get her out of it 
she seemed kind of like she was playing extremely insincere yeah extremely. and i was like if this lady is a real therapist there's no way she fell for that but again that's why i i wonder where this episode five was supposed to be into play because it seems really disjointed that you know they would have that and in the end the therapist made it a point to be like are you sure this is what you're dealing with like are you serious and you're just like yep i'm crazy crazy like as they come crazy. and even the therapist was like like okay girl like i, uh, you I know. guess right? <laughs> i guess <laughs> but i feel like that's also something else that needs to be touched back upon like you can't necessarily like don't get me wrong i feel like if you are truly honestly struggling with something then yes that's the right that's the correct route to go to kind of like t- take a step back from things but for her to just be like yep this is it this is what it is yeah. and essentially the therapist knowing that you bluffing we're not going to come back to this we're not going to talk about this like no i feel like that would have been a very sorry i didn't mean to talk over you mm-hmm. but i feel like that would have been a very and again we don't know what the rest of the season holds mm-hmm. but i feel like that would have been a very easy way for them to actually dive into the stuff that jazz is dealing with because it's like i'm not saying everybody needs to be like down and depressed and have mental health issues right however i feel like i feel like there's something else there with jazz not making it to the olympics like her sister with jazz like and again it could just be i'm not in it i don't love it anymore it is what it is but i also feel like there's a i don't know i feel like there's something else going on there and i feel like a lot of people i know that therapy is not easily accessible to everybody but you have a therapist on campus i feel like a lot of people in their friend group need to find somebody outside where it's to talk to and this would have been the perfect way for them to bring somebody else in for them to talk to for sure for them to start hashing out their shit yeah yeah they got a lot of shit to work through like but um, it gives me hope that the show will be on for a long time. They got a lot of problems. They got a lot to work through. <laughs> this ain't a, all right, we're going to solve this by May type situation. No. April. And yet, unless they're going to fake us out and try to yada yada their way through everything. And exactly. I'm going to have an attitude because there's no way they're expecting me to believe that that girl still got her scholarship based on that one conversation. She was like dumping chips in her mouth, like, yep, I'm like- crazy. <laughs> ain't nobody followed up. Nobody asked any questions. Right. Like, like i was expecting the therapist to, like start asking some probing questions yeah. or start to uncover some shit like but i just be like you know i'm crazy it is what it is like nobody fucking says oh i'm crazy it, well, i mean some people do, but i'm crazy but that's not she could have come up I'm with a crazy. clinical term not you just know? crazy <laughs> like mm. yes i'm having a hard time i'm overwhelmed i'm stressed blame you it know. on scott my sister left me she's at the olympics you know, me, and i just like, can't we've done everything together and we didn't make it through this like yeah all that stuff you could spend some good life you needed to right you gotta keep that like, scholarship no, i'm crazy like it was like <laughs> it's childish girl, like and we I, can tell you lying yeah and i know the show's supposed to be funny and it is hilarious mm-hmm. but we're gonna talk about don't let the one conversation about therapy be a fake joke conversation like we can talk so deep about everything else but this is what y'all choose to be like all right cool just toss that in there let it be what it is like they didn't have to show anything yeah they could have just said next episode yeah i got my red shirt you know that's what they call it yeah i'm taking a break i'm doing whatever yeah that's crazy 
Oh, I shouldn't use the word crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's silly. Yes, it is silly. Silly is a good way to describe that. Because I was like, what? Like, when I watched it, like, this can't be mm-hmm. right. Okay, girl. Yes. Like. Anyway, we've gone all the way through. Yeah, no. Yeah. Anything else you want to drop in? Anything else you want to say that we haven't covered yet? Let me think of some predictions for the future. Okay. Long term. I swear to you. Long term? Yeah, this is a long term prediction. Okay. Anna and Vivek are going to do something. <gasps> I just see? feel it in my bones. Yes, because I love Vivek. Right? That's not like him uh, for Anna. Anna at Shaq. all. At all. <laughs> but at all. I feel like they don't touch on his friendship with the girls that often. Like he lives with that. He lives with all yeah. the girls and none of the boys. <sighs> and he like the fact that they made a point to show that like I don't know if they were making a point to show that Vivek was so thoughtful yeah. with the whole Avi and um Hannah thing or Avi. Javi <laughs> and Anna thing. Or if they were um just trying to make a point that Javi and Anna just aren't really aren't on the really same meshing. page or both. Yeah. But when I watched it, I got the impression that it was both. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I it, I would be interested to see how they play that out if they do do that long term. But I don't know. I don't necessarily feel it. I feel like Vivek is just one of those people that's going to be there for his friends. Like He's I definitely so. a lot more in touch with his emotions and his... Yeah. Um, I guess just his like internal monologue and his feelings <laughs> yeah. to the point where he's gonna he's gonna confide in them he's gonna confide in people and he cannot necessarily confide in the boys like he does the girls because we saw what happened when he tried to do that you know but I also feel like I don't know I kind of appreciate the fact that although it's not as often that they do uh, show the reciprocation of their relationship because yeah. even at the end of the episode with the parents, when he was breaking down about his dad, Zoe was right there to help him and comfort him yeah. and talk to him. So okay. it's like, you know, I, I, I appreciate it. I feel like they do. I show love their relationship. Sides. Yeah. Like, I love that he lives with the girls. I love everything Absolutely. about Absolutely. Like, or even, uh, I feel like they do it, like, maybe once an episode. But I remember a couple episodes ago, they was all, like, downstairs, dancing, partying. And that came right down there and joined them and was having fun. They're like, uh, or I guess Zoe's little voiceover is like, yeah, we were having our first slumber party for the girls and Vivek. Vivek. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, he is right there. Yeah. I think that's neat. Um, Any predictions? Long term or short short, short term? term. Short term. Um... I'm trying to think. I think, and this is this is this is throwing it out there. <laughs> but I know that Nomi talks a lot about her and her baby daddy, like him not wanting to be involved. Yeah. I think in a couple years he's gonna come around to the idea. Yeah, he's just gonna show up one day. Yeah. And be like, I'm ready. Like, I think I think that I think that's another prediction that in a couple years he's gonna be like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Like, I see that. Uh oh, I got one for you. Go ahead. So Reese and her husband, T, mm-hmm. are always saying their long term prediction is that Nomi is gonna start dating Luca. What are your thoughts? I thought that towards the beginning when he was like super involved in the, baby, the baby stuff. Yeah. I I did think that. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see like they have nothing. That's what I said. Common, like, like they're 
they have nothing in common. They're on two completely different wavelengths. Mm-hmm. Like Luke is really just out there doing his own For thing. Real. Like, so I don't see it in any way, shape, or form. I was like, I don't see any chemistry. Like, like they're friends, and I love friends. their friendship. They're funny, but I don't see the yeah. love. Uh, no, no, no. Me, we'll get back with her baby daddy before she get. Hello, Luca. Shit, we're just finding somebody else altogether. That would be nice. Not an really? old lady professor, but someone else. Gosh, no, hasn't had much love. Situation. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. I would not be surprised if Nomi does get a whole new love interest mm. and that person it, like I won't want to say has beef with her baby daddy but it'll be tense. It'll be tense. Yeah. I feel like there will be some tension there that this person, new person comes in and like take care of the baby and does all this other stuff and that might be when her baby, baby daddy. daddy decides Ding I want to be involved now. Right. So that but also, like I said, I don't follow him for not wanting to be involved at all. Like, no, I mean, I, you ain't signed up for this. N- no, baby is a mistake, but it was a mistake. <laughs> like, <It was> land. <laughs> yeah. Like if, if he was like, no, man, I love you. Let's have a baby. And then she got pregnant. He was like, nope. And ran for that the hills. Then I'd be like, all right. Like, um, uh, I'm trying to think of something else. Hmm. That's all I got. Um, okay, I got another question then. Okay. Who is your favorite character right now? Not of all time. Yeah. Right now. My favorite. I gotta say Vivek. Like, of I, I know. I feel like it's gotta be a caveat. Like, but not Vivek. Like, <laughs> that's true. Okay, so if not Vivek, who's obviously the best character on the show? Obviously. Who's your second? I guess. Honestly, Doug. We have the same list. Like, <laughs> mine's definitely Vivek, Doug, Jazz, No, Aaron, Nomi, mm. Anna is always at the very bottom. Always. I'll say mine's is a little different. I, it's Vivek, Doug. Some, the two that are interchangeable for me are Nomi and Jazz. Because really, yes, I feel like sometimes, sometimes I'm I'm here for Jazz. I'm here for everything. But like I said, the last couple episodes with her and Zoe, like having this unspoken beef, it's like, what is that about? Address your shit. Like you yeah. are not the type of person that's gonna keep sneak dissing somebody yeah. and not address your shit. Like yeah. So, know me, know me because her whole single mom thing, I'm like, I I find that to be really honorable. Like, yeah. you, again, you signed up for this shit, you went back to school, you didn't yeah. just stay home, and you figuring this shit out. So, like... My only problem with Nomi is she was gone for so long. Like, I feel like her yeah. character is very underdeveloped. Definitely. Like, I don't know what was going on in that character, in the actor's life that yeah. she had to be pregnant and leave for so like she was gone for almost the whole season so i don't really know her like that she dated that old professor then she got pregnant and then she was gone forever and now she's back with a baby you know like i don't know anything about her i also but i also like nomi because she she understands that she's in a friend group with a lot of black people and a lot of different people of color (laughs) And she doesn't necessarily shy away from the hard conversations. I do love like, that about her. Like, right. Like when when they were all sitting around at the party 
and they were talking about the shooting and everything like she was right there with them asking them questions understanding like trying to be there whereas javi and i kind of was like like where's javi in this he javi was, walked away from them yeah. and he made the point to be like why do your friends always talk about hard stuff and not just the weather or sports like we don't yeah. have that fucking luxury right i'm sorry um i mean we can but we can't in this situation not always right <laughs> So I, that that's another reason why she's my number three because she doesn't necessarily shy away from the she's hard conversation. In them, she's always in them. So I'm like, all right. Uh, Where were you, Vivek? Vivek, Doug, Jack slash Jazz and Nomi, interchangeable. <laughs> Who else that's is it. there? Because my bottom three Aaron. are Aaron, <laughs> Anna, and Zoe. That's it. That's the whole group. Oh, okay sky but she's got sky yeah she's funny she's good comedic really but um why is aaron in the bottom i love aaron well i like aaron not with zoe like he's such a better character when he's not fucking up with zoe i i feel like aaron is his accountability for me like i feel like he picks and chooses when he's going to be accountable for shit as far as the whole like he's he's accountable and he stands up for his beliefs on the grand scale. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like little stuff, it's like questionable. Like, why are you here? Like you like you keep doing dumb stuff and you keep saying dumb little stuff. Like I said, his whole thing with uh when Dre came to visit. It's like, why are you here? Why are you yeah. right here? This is something she needs to handle. Again, although he was low key right about not telling uh Rochelle. Rochelle that they were that him and Zoe slept together. You should not have slept with her in the first place. You knew you had a girlfriend. Why are you there with Zoe in her room by herself? Yeah. Like, like you, like again, grand scale, the whole you know, prison, uh, school to prison pipeline thing about his school donating He's to very private woke. prisons. Like you're very woke, but that's not on all. the individual scale. Yeah, you you keep doing dumb shit, bro. Yeah. Like you get it, but you don't get it. Like yeah. you, I, plus the rat tail takes him down a few pegs. Oh as well. my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Let it go. Yes, it's so bad. Like I feel like it doesn't even grow. It just like stick on the back of his head. Like just, he doesn't really have a rat tail in real life. I don't know. What's his name? Trevor. Trevor Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, uh, they got to stick that on. That is a like, that is a like, lace front. Uh, what is this? <laughs> yeah, definitely not. So, okay i'm okay with that yeah and yeah anna sucks zoe sucks but they all have so much room to grow so we'll they see do. who they turn into right like I, like that could be my list right now and then it'll change in the yeah, later we'll but... revisit it'll change depending on how much stuff they yada yada through uh, right <laughs> <laughs> it's like no we need these conversations yes. because yes well i guess we can't wait to see how things continue Absolutely. to move forward <laughs> so exciting i know I'm just like, I really hope this doesn't end after this season. Like, my feelings are going to be hurt. Because there's so much more that y'all can talk about and do. Like, I think so, too. Well, so I know you more. haven't seen A Different World, but that's what me and no. Reese are always saying on here, is that, like, I was like, how are they going to keep going? This is it. This is senior year. Yeah. And they're all going to go out and do their own things. And no. she reminded me that A Different World was the same thing. It started, they were freshmen in college. Mm-hmm. and But it did progress past that, like, into yeah. their professional lives and stuff. So I was like, okay, that gave me a little bit of hope. Right. But I think if this was the last st- season uh, by choice, like not being canceled, yeah. then they would be advertising it differently. Well, you know? I mean, they keep making a point, making it a point in all their advertising. Senior, senior year. year. Yeah, it's like, senior year. 
this is the last ride this oh is my it. god i don't watch tv does it say that i mean i don't really watch tv either i but can't like, remember the last time i've seen a commercial in the first episode zoe was like you know senior year the end of our cal u times like <laughs> all this other stuff they better not try and end the show bro <laughs> like i'm gonna lose it it's not it's only because i know that there's so much more that they could do like yeah. bonus writers yeah. you need some ideas hit me up right. i got you we <laughs> can help we can do this y'all want y'all y'all to pass shit out no <laughs> right i got all the storylines locked up like, here. <laughs> cut me a check and i got it for you you know so yeah 